terrifying, isn't it? It's almost 2023. I remember when the turn of the millennium hit and everybody was worried about computers and Chris Jericho was doing his thing. I'm very scared. Thankfully, it does mean we get 12 months more of wrestling and come this year, I think we are about to get some crazy comebacks. So take your ass and get it ready. Because my name is Simon for Culture. Thank you very much for joining me as always. Please hit that subscribe button. And here's 10 wrestling returns that have to happen in 2023. Number 10, Tiffany Stratton. Now, Tiffany Stratton was absolutely a standout performer in NXT 2.0 throughout 2022. And the only reason she's not doing that at the moment is because she got injured. So when she's better, she can come back to the promotion she can smash it. The real reason she's so impressive too is because I'm pretty sure she hasn't even been wrestling for 12 months, but she can already put out performances like she has. So she may be some kind of wrestling savant. Who the hell knows what the future holds? Her gymnast background has absolutely helped her, although as already discussed, she did get hurt when she was taking on Wendy Chu. But I just think this is somebody to watch, especially in a company like NXT 2.0. They need all the new bodies they can get. Saying that though, if we get to next year and somebody says, should we try Tiffany on the main roster? I actually think it may work, especially if she can hang and you can tell the story that she's only been doing this about three minutes. I'm excited about Stratton. She's got the goods. Number nine, Pat McAfee. Now, while I think that Wade Barrett is doing an excellent job on SmackDown, I am excited about the return of Pat McAfee. I mean, the only reason he went away is because he has an American football job. So when that season comes to an end and we have the Super Bowl, you've got to assume that he's coming back to WWE. Now, I don't mind if they want to make SmackDown a three-man commentary booth, give Wade Barrett some time off, or just treat McAfee as a pro wrestler, because I have loved everything he has done in the ring so far. His match with Baron Corbin was good. His match with Vince McMahon I enjoyed because I'm crazy, the Austin Theory stuff. Everything with Adam Cole. I think he's one of my favorite superstars at the moment. He just speaks so damn passionately and he just speaks so honestly all of the time. You can't help but like him. So hopefully he is penciled back in for a few months time. Gonna be like seeing your best friend again. Number eight, Randy Orton. I have made another video that is somewhere on this website or this YouTube channel, or it will be soon, where I'm actually a bit worried that we may never see Randy Orton return because there's so many doom and gloom reports about his back. And it makes me scaredy weirdy. I need the Viper to return. So in order to create balance and to try and manifest this into existence, I wanted to throw his name in here. And yeah, now you know the deal. Around the summer, he was like, oh man, something doesn't feel good. And he needed fusion surgery, which was the same as Shawn Michaels part one. If he is able to return though, we have a ready-made storyline, of course, with Matt Riddle. I really want to see that play out because RK Bro was absolutely fabulous and it was never meant to be. It was meant to be a one and done thing. So if we can just put the full stop on it, Jeff's kiss. I do that a lot and I regret it every time. Let's just hope that Randy Orton is coming back soon. Number seven, Charlotte Flair. This one may actually happen before 2023, depending on what WWE's plans are, but you got to imagine it's almost time for the Queen to return. I mean, it's been a pretty damn long time. There's been a few tidbits out there as well, especially from her husband Andrade, that maybe just maybe she has some personal issues going on and that's way too important. The WWE women's roster right now is really good. And if you inserted her into SmackDown, I think 
I quite enjoy it. It also kind of ties into what we potentially could do at WrestleMania next year, where you have Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey, and maybe Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair. Now, originally, I wanted Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair, but I've come up with this idea. You do Charlotte versus Bianca, Charlotte beats her, but then Rhea beats Charlotte and finally gets her revenge for all the times she lost all those matches a while ago. I mean, either way is fine. Just put the belt on Rhea Ripley. What are we talking about? She's a huge star though, and her name carries serious weight, so the sooner she does come back, the better for us all. I know, some people don't like her. Okay, you don't have to. Number six, Logan Paul. So straight up, if I was the booker of WWE, which would be a terrible idea, I would look at WrestleMania, and I would say, well, I want The Rock versus Roman Reigns. If I can pull a fantasy match out of my torso, I'll take CM Punk versus Steve Austin, but also John Cena has expressed interest in wrestling. Why don't we put him against Logan Paul? And I know there's been some speculation that we could do John Cena versus Austin Theory, which would be fine and probably better for Austin Theory and the long-term future of the company. But that is such a crazy match. Logan Paul versus John Cena with two stars who are now basically mainstream. Well, I can't hate, but I want the chaos. We also do have to underline that Logan is just terrific at this. He is a ready-made born sports entertainer. He's only had three matches, and the last one was that headline thing against Roman Reigns in Saudi Arabia, which actually is one of my favorite matches of the year. I'm just going to hold my head in shame and walk off in this direction. But of course, as ever, you can enjoy his performances and not really care about what he's doing outside of this bubble. But Logan Paul has signed a WWE contract, so he's absolutely coming back. Let's put him against Flubbin Cena. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Number five, Cody Rhodes. So I can't wait for this one. Cody decided to go back to WWE as it turned out was an inspired choice. And the fact he had to go away because he tore his peck but had that Hell in a Cell match before he did leave. This man is going to come back as a hero. I would even have him win the Royal Rumble and go on to beat somebody at WrestleMania. Although the rumor is now that maybe The Rock is going to do that. But who cares? If the Great One is able to do that show, do your Roman versus The Rock thing and have Roman win. I totally understand the appeal of that. And let's pen it in for SummerSlam. Cody is the guy to dethrone the big dog. <coughs> Excuse me, the tribal chief. I would still somehow insert him into the Royal Rumble as a surprise because I think the reaction he's get is going to be crazy. And that is just going to make him an even bigger star than he already is. I basically love Cody Rhodes. I hope when he does get his proper run in WWE, he flies straight to the top. Number four, John Cena. Well, obviously, a 
I told you a few seconds ago. Because everybody who has any credibility has said that John Cena does want to come back for WrestleMania and maybe do another one of those small tours like he did during that summer. He's obviously going to be doing this less and less as his Hollywood career does blow up and he gets older. So maybe you could get two matches out of 2023, which I would be more than enough. He could take on Logan Paul and he could take on Austin Theory. Now, it does create a very interesting scenario because could he actually lose both of those? I would actually have him beat Logan Paul but lose to Austin Theory because you just know eventually Logan's going to do other things. The world is his oyster. Either way, though, having John Cena back in the company is just going to be awesome because once again, go look what happened to numbers last time he was around. As I do like to say, they all went up. Number three, CM Punk. Now, of course, this list is called Wrestling Returns. That could be WWE, that could be AEW, that could be New Japan, it could be Ring of Honor, it could be an indie promotion. But everybody is saying that CM Punk still has that wrestling itch. So come 2023, when his tricep is healed, he could very well end up somewhere. Now, this could be with World Wrestling Entertainment as we know. I mean, hell would freeze over and I'm not going to believe it. But also, maybe when he is good to go, he can somehow get on the same page with All Elite Wrestling. I don't want to get into it too much because this is a personal matters. But I just know as a fan, I want to see CM Punk wrestle. Because in 2022, I thought he was great. The benefit of him going back to WWE, of course, is he can feud with anybody. All of a sudden, it becomes a big deal. Like, you could do CM Punk versus, I don't know, who's absolutely ridiculous, Dana Brooke. You could do CM Punk versus Dana Brooke, and people would still be like, hot da, CM Punk is back? i got to check that out. Imagine you did do this at the Raw Rumble 2. Cult of Personality hits, that's basically CM Punk's song, and he owns all the rights, which makes no sense. And he saunters down to that ring. If wrestling is all about moments, I would never get over it. Number two... The Rock. The reason I do want to throw Dwayne Johnson is here is because if we do miss WrestleMania 39 and he is not able to come back to the WWE, maybe, just maybe, we miss our window. Because the man is not getting any younger. I believe he's 51 or 52 years old at the moment, or at least will be when we get to 2040. And eventually, people will just get a little bit bored of this. Mostly because we keep shouting about it. Oh my gosh, it's going to be The Rock versus Roman Reigns. WrestleMania passes. Get to the next WrestleMania. Oh, it's going to be The Rock versus Roman Reigns. Get to WrestleMania. WrestleMania passes. If you do this too many times, it becomes Boy Who Cried Wolf. I also don't think that you can keep the belt round Roman's waist until WrestleMania 40. And that's why doing it in April is the best time. Because Reigns can probably hold it for a few more months. But also walk around going... <laughs> I just beat the biggest guy in Hollywood. That is going to send him off into the stratosphere. Personally, I would like to see it because I think just as a marquee event, it would be absolutely crazy. And also, yeah, this is The Rock we're talking about. He deserves one last big match. LA is probably the time to do it. Number one, Biggie. So this is me hoping, this is me praying, this is me taking positive energy and throwing it into the world. Because the last we heard from Biggie was he was trying to recover from a horrible, horrible neck injury and there was every chance he may never be able to wrestle again. Makes me a sad panda. So instead I wanted to put my number one on this list and just keep everything crossed that he's able to come back. Because not only is he a terrific wrestler, not only is he good on the microphone, not only is he really weird and funny in the best possible way, but I'm just enjoying here seeing him on my TV set. And I like to enjoy things. I mean, ultimately, his health is the most important thing, so he's not able to return. He still had one hell of a run. I do have a selfish reason for this. When he became WWE Champion, he was not treated in the right way. However, that was under Vince McMahon. Triple H is now pulling the strings. Just got a feeling deep down in my tum-tum, we may do it again. And it's the 
biggie title run we've always wanted. So I am totally fantasy booking here because I just want it so damn much. And if it does happen, especially once again at the Royal Rumble, I will crumble and die as a human because Big E is flubbing fantastic.